Welcome to the Intersection Magazine podcast. Our guest today is uh, Mr. Joel Aita. Uh, I met Joel Aita through uh, LinkedIn. Um, he's uh, an, an engineer, prominent engineer, and founder of Joada Consults, established in Entebbe. Um, he has also set up uh, an engineering and uh, design school and uh, same company. And um, I thought it would be great to talk to him about his book, The Entrepreneur, An Entrepreneurial Mind, Entrepreneur's Mind, which I went through a few days ago. And I found the insights in this book very useful because it's given from an African perspective. Uh, he shares a lot of useful insights that the entrepreneurs here will benefit from and also those in other jurisdictions. And so I hope you will enjoy this, uh, this episode. Thank you very much. Hello, Joel. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and what your company is or your company does. Yeah, thank you for having me on the pod podcast. Uh, my name is Joel Aita. I do a couple of other uh, things, uh, a couple of businesses. But our mother company is called Jawada Consult. It's an infrastructure consulting company, originally registered in Uganda, but we're now in uh, a couple of other countries across Sub-Saharan Africa, basically doing uh, infrastructure consulting. Infrastructure roads, water projects, hospitals, universities, power projects, yeah, quite uh, diverse areas of infrastructure. We also have another company called Development Infrastructure. Uh, this particular one, we, that we do actual construction of infrastructure. And with it right now, we are doing our own project in terms of the Arua Hill um, Stadium, which we're constructing in Arua. It's a 20,000-seater stadium. And then we also own a football club called Arua Hill Sports Club. It's actually owned directly by uh, Arua Hill, uh, by, by development infrastructure. And then we also own another company called Jawada Design Institute. This is our latest baby, where we train design. Design, architecture, engineering, graphics design, website design, IT design, or any particular, any, any, anything to do with design, we, we train in this institute. And I also work as the University Council Chairman for Muni University. Okay. Um, I went through your book that you made available for us to read. Um, I got the special offer that you had for Easter, so thank you very much for the reduced price. I got two copies. Um, uh, so I wanted to have a bit of a discussion, maybe tackle some of the main points in the book and get a bit more feedback in terms of what your intentions were or maybe some, a bit of uh, more explanation in some areas. Um, but in the book, I noticed, for example, you talked about how your, your parents were teachers and um, how, uh, for example, uh, through an experience with your, with your dad in particular, there's a, a very, very early uh, in, uh, insistence on discipline. And then also your, your early years in terms of um, 
how you established your first business or you started doing business at a very young age. Tell us a little bit more about those three things. The role of your parents as teachers, the importance of discipline, and your early start uh, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, thank you. Um, you, know, you, know, you know, teachers are known to be people who give discipline. Hmm. People who, give, who are disciplinarians. Uh, I think to a big extent that helped me in my early stages uh, in terms of um, discipline. Uh, my parents were both teachers, mm -hmm. so they were very, very, very strict parents. And my parents also loved to teach us how to make our own money. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when we were growing up, you wouldn't get money for Christmas, Christmas shopping, mm -hmm. but what they would do is we used to go and um, we used to go and uh, plant eucalyptus forest mm. where they want some land and uh, they, they, they will pay you per tree you've planted mm. or seedling, seedling you've planted and I think that helped me understand that money you have to work for it mm. if you want to get money you have to work for it and this was really really at a very early stage we were still in primary school mm. So we'll go, we'll make the hole, pour manure in it, and then we walk some couple of, uh, one or two kilometers mm. where the NFA had their uh, seedling plant. We'll go and pick the seedlings, and then you plant them, you water them, mm. and then they come and count. So at the end of it all, they pay you according to that. Mm. So that really gave me a very good beginning. Mm. Uh, of understanding money, mm -hmm. that it comes through hard work. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, is what, which, which, what really helped uh, to, 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 to start my entrepreneurial journey. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I noticed uh, a, a phrase that kept coming up in the book. Uh, is it, I, I guess it's your father who gave you this phrase, promise less, deliver more. Tell us more about that. Yes, actually, um, after campus, I worked a couple of years with uh, an Israeli company, then a German company. Mm -hmm. uh, so in 2007, when I decided to set up Jawada uh, Consult, mm -hmm. I thought I needed to go and seek for some advice, mm -hmm. parental advice. Mm -hmm. So I told my father that uh, I now want to set up my own company. Mm -hmm. So what advice can he give? I remember he told me just one word, mm -hmm. promise less, deliver more. Mm -hmm. He said, if you can keep those words, you'll be able to have a successful company. Mm -hmm. So that became actually our guiding principle. Mm -hmm. That whatever we're doing with our clients, mm -hmm. promise less, mm -hmm. but deliver more. Mm -hmm. That is why the other concept continues to have its logo as, uh, its motto as engineers with integrity. Engineers with integrity, yes. Excellent. Then yeah. um, I also took down a few points um, that you mentioned. Um, I, I suppose it was under that the whole subject of procurement and bids. You talked about crafting a lean business plan, the importance of uniqueness, uh, the importance of delivering beyond client expectations, the value of social media, uh, unsolicited proposals, and then international and national partnerships. Can you highlight a little bit more about this value of these partnerships and then unsolicited proposals? I found that interesting. Yeah, when we first started our, when we started a company, we definitely wanted to 
be doing business with government. Mm. That is uh, apply for bids with government. Mm. But you realize it comes with a lot of um, uh, rules and regulations. Mm. And as a, as a new company, it was very difficult for us to be able to beat those rules and regulations. Mm. They want experience, they want all sorts of things. Mm. But we realize that the only way we can be able to win jobs from clients mm. is not through bidding. First, it was through coming up with unsolicited proposal, mm. whereby we're able to look at a, at a particular client and say, but what does this client need? Mm. Can we offer it? Mm. So once we find that need, it's a problem, we can come up with a solution for it. Mm. We go to that client and say, you know what? We thought this would be something good for you. Mm. So we give them a, an unsolicited proposal, mm. which they didn't ask for, but mm. we're giving them a solution. Mm. So that way, you find as a young company, it helped us a lot. Mm. We were able to reach to a client and, uh, and, 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 and give a lot of um, uh, uh, value to them. Mm. And then they realize that, oh, we actually need these people. Mm. And also in the process, we also realized along the way yes. that for us to be able to build the company and, and, and be able to do big jobs, mm. we need to have a lot of partnerships. Mm both locally and internationally. Mm. Uh, some of the partnerships, some we learned a lot of lessons mm. because there was this particular one where we got the job in, uh, in Rwanda. Mm -hmm. uh, I really think I was the one who pushed that job. Mm. But eventually when we won the job, the bigger international company said, well, we're giving you only 10% of the assignment. Mm. And we didn't have any joint venture agreement mm. or whatever. Mm. So I couldn't do much. Mm. But uh, later on, I also come to realize that 10% of that was actually very, very big. Mm. We had never done uh, that scope of work mm. of that uh, magnitude. Mm. So we ended up accepting, mm. but we also learned a lesson mm. that we need to have uh, proper um, uh, joint venture agreements yes. before we move into any partnership. Mm. And also, as a new company, mm. many times we don't need to have uh, a bulky business plan. Mm. Uh, we just made a five-page okay. business plan. Mm. It was very clear. Mm. Where are we? Where do we want to go? How do we go? Mm. That was all. Mm. It was a five-page business plan. And at uh, that time, we were looking at um, entering um, 10 countries mm. by 2025. Mm. And the business plan was about that. Mm. Mm. If we want to enter in 10 African countries mm. by 2025, Mm. What do we need to do? Mm. Which one are we entering first? Mm. How do we enter? Mm. And what are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? How can we... So it's, it's, it's really a very, very lean plan, mm. which, you can easily, which you can easily follow. Mm. And also, one of the things we learned was that if we needed to penetrate the market, mm. we needed to offer very unique solutions. Mm. If it is design, we need to come up with very, very unique designs. Mm -hmm. uh, like for here, example, when you look at our office, mm -hmm. this is quite a very unique uh, design. It is. We actually came up with a, this concept is from a tadpole, mm -hmm. small frog. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. This round head is for the, the head of the tadpole. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a tail. Mm -hmm. That is the tail of the tadpole. Mm -hmm. So we, we decided to come up with unique Okay. Uh, solutions. Mm. These unique solutions actually helped us a lot. Mm. We were able to penetrate the market very quickly. Mm. 
because the client was able to the client is, was able to identify mm. that oh who has come up with this unique mm. uh, solution mm. and also uh, we have up to now mm. utilized social media in a very very positive way mm. uh, now people are not watching a lot of tv people mm. are not reading a lot of newspapers mm. uh, advertising the tv advertising the newspaper is very expensive mm -hmm. so we say but now social media is free mm. and it can actually reach so many people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you make a post, you're able to reach a hundred thousand people mm -hmm. for free. Mm -hmm. So we, we thought that if we can if we can be able to utilize social media mm -hmm. to let people know what we're doing and then people will be able to reach us. Mm -hmm. Because of that we receive so many client referrals. Mm -hmm. Somebody just even doesn't know you but they have just seen what you're doing on social media. Mm -hmm able to reach to you and say oh we have this project we want to do mm. uh, please can you do it for us before mm. you know you get into you get into the clients mm. and also being able to deliver beyond uh, clients expectations mm. uh, that is linked together with the promising less mm. and delivery more, more. Mm. Uh, where your client is uh, very excited mm. with what you have deli delivered to them mm. they will always come back mm. and they'll also refer you to other other clients also. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Then in, um, in the first chapter, something else also came up. He talks about uh, the, the title of the chapter is Jaffa's Academy. Mm. And he talked about common things and commonly well, doing common things and commonly well. Mm. Um, do one thing better than your competitors and you'll be more successful than them. Uh, comment a little bit about that. Okay, you know, they sometimes we would like to think in rocket science mm. thinking mm. but in business it's not like that mm. they are in business just look at common things mm. and they do them and commonly well mm. uh, for example i will give you a local example of somebody who is selling rolex mm. there's a one guy from ginger mm. he set up his rolex business in arua mm. This is a common thing, isn't it? Mm. But the way he decided to do his Rolex business in Arua, mm. everyone rushes to him. Mm. Mm. He's doing it uncommonly well. Mm. It's a common business mm. in town, mm. but the way he decided to do it mm. is not like other people are doing it. Mm. His customer service, his, the, 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 the additions he puts mm. in his Rolex, are not what other people are mm. putting. Mm. So you, you you decide to study what your competitors are doing, mm. and you do yours a little bit different, mm. and you do it in a very very mm. good way. Mm. So that is one thing which normally sets you apart mm. from the competition. Mm. And the moment you are apart from the competition, mm. clients will always come running to you. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, you also mentioned the importance of branding. Tell us a bit about uh, about brand building. Yes, branding is uh, something very, very key, which uh, not many people take serious about. Mm. And yet, to some big extent, mm. it determines a lot about a company. Mm. Branding, you are trying to show to the world what mm. you offer. Mm. You're trying to create for yourself, uh, you're creating for yourself a picture mm. of what you want the world to know about you, mm. what they want others to know about you. Mm. So 
for a company, especially for a new company, mm. branding is very, very key. It, mm. uh, it, 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 it helps to show that, oh, this is a very serious company. Mm. Sometimes you find somebody comes to you, they don't even have a mere business card, mm. not even a mere company profile. Mm. Or oh, he comes with some two pages <laughs> flying, hmm? papers mm. flying. Mm. Now there, somebody will think actually a very serious mm. company. Mm. And yet, you could have been actually a very serious mm. company. Mm. Now you have put this person already in a negative state. Mm. He's already thinking on a negative way. Mm. By the time he gets to appreciate your product, mm. Huh? Mm. Um, uh, by the time uh, he gets to appreciate your product, Mm. He's coming from the negative side mm, okay. mm. of you, mm. but branding puts you from the positive side. Mm. Having a nice company website, having a nice company uh, profiles, mm. uh, your, your company uniforms. Uh, I mean, those are the things which set you apart, mm. and it is needed a lot for a young company. Mm. Yes, mm. yes. And then I also noticed you talked about uh, three kinds of uh, capital: yes. financial, human, and social. Um, tell us a little bit more about this. Okay. Um, whenever one wants to start a business, mm. we always say you need capital. Mm. But what comes in our mind mostly is the financial capital. Mm. But interestingly, there are many other capitals involved. Mm. One is, yes, the financial capital. You mm. need the money to start a business. Mm. Now, uh, the human resource capital, mm. the people, mm. you need to have an A team. Mm. However nice your idea is, however brilliant your business opportunities, mm. if you don't have uh, very good people, mm. you will not be able to go far. Mm. So you need that human uh, capital. Mm. And then another very, very important mm. actually to me is the most important, more than mm. financial capital, mm. is the social capital. Okay. Social capital, you can take it to the bank. Mm. Social capital is like, I, I go to the, I, I need uh, construction materials. Mm. I go to the hardware. Mm. They say, oh, it is your who has come. Ah, you can take the 100 bag of cement. Mm. You'll pay us later. You'll pay us in three months. Mm. No problem. Mm. That is social capital. Mm. The name people attribute to you, the mm. value they give you. Mm. Mm. They, 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 that that does a lot to your business. Mm. So one needs to build that sort of social capital mm. where people value you. They put a big value mm. to you as an individual mm. or to you as a company. Mm. There, you can do a lot of things. Okay. You, you, you go to the bank, the bank is saying, no, no, we can give you 500 million. Mm. You don't need the security. Mm. Unsecured. Mm. Eh? Mm. You know those unsecured loans? Mm. The bank doesn't give them to anyone. No, they don't. Isn't it? Mm. They give to people who have social capital. Mm. People whom they believe, yes, when we give to this one here, mm. it's not going to, uh, we're going to be okay. Mm. Mm. That is social capital. Mm. So one needs to build that for his business mm. because it will do a lot uh, for you mm. as a business. It, it will mean a lot, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then um, uh, you also mentioned this uh, illustration about the bamboo. Um, I also like the, you talked about the engineer's perspective about how uh, everybody else uh, has a different perspective on how they make money. Mm -hmm. uh, but you, you said the engineer is different, he wants, he wishes everybody well. 
can you tell us a little bit more about, first of all, the, the bamboo illustration? And then what makes the engineer's perspective different from everybody else in terms of what, what the engineer is looking for? Okay. Yeah, the, the bamboo illustration, I was trying to give an example of what a young entrepreneur needs mm. that persistence, mm. that persistence mm. and consistency. Mm. Even when nothing's showing up. Mm. You know, you start a business, mm. no, you're not making profit. Mm. You are spending, nothing is coming out. Mm. Oh, there's no business coming, you are pushing everywhere, nothing mm. is coming up. Mm. Now, the Chinese bamboo, the, the information they say is that you will plant it, mm. you are not seeing anything. Mm. First year, you're not seeing anything. Second year, mm. nothing. Third year, nothing. Mm. Then one day, the day it starts growing like this, mm. it's like you haven't seen it going up. Mm. Within a very, very short time, mm. it just goes up. Mm. Now, what was that bamboo doing? It was actually making roots, mm. deep roots inside there. Mm. It was building experience mm. on how to hold this height above. Mm. It was making deep roots mm. inside there. Mm. So even though people are seeing that the bamboo is not growing, mm. The bubble was growing. Mm. It was growing down there. Mm. So sometimes you find we are starting our businesses, mm. nothing. Mm. Second year, third year, fourth year, mm. you're not making any profit. Mm. It's not that you're not making any profit. Mm. It's not that you're not making any progress. Mm. You can actually be learning. Mm. You, like for example, uh, those days whenever I would bid for a government job mm. and we were kicked out, I don't go to complain. Mm. Ah, these people are corrupt or whatever. What I do is I go and ask for debriefing. Mm. They give me a report why they have not given me mm. this job. Mm. And indeed, you will find there that uh, you didn't put trading license. Mm. Uh, the, the, the senior engineer, they wanted, needed to have a master's. Mm. You put the one who has the bachelor's. Mm. You, you find you learn something mm. out of that loss. Mm. So, you're growing, mm. you're progressing. Mm. The next time your bid is better, mm. it doesn't make those mistakes. Mm. You run quickly to buy a trading license, mm. you make sure you get to any engineer who has a master's mm. as it is required, mm. and in that process you're learning. Mm. So just like the bamboo, mm. as a businessman, keep on learning. Mm. As a young entrepreneur, keep on learning, mm. even though business is not yet coming. Mm. You may not make your profit in the first year, in the second year, in the third year. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. Mm -hmm. Just make sure you're learning okay. uh, out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, the one of engineer was just um, some joke I wanted to make. Mm -hmm. uh, in that uh, uh, doctors, I was just joking that doctors <laughs> make money when you're sick, isn't mm -hmm. it? Um, the guy who makes uh, coffins makes mm -hmm. money when, he's, when, when somebody's dead, isn't mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. But engineer, when do we make money? You make money when you have money. Mm. We're gonna build for you when you have money. Mm. So we wish for you well, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> As it has a wish for you well mm. that uh, you should be okay, you should make money, you should be rich. Mm. Because the more you are rich, mm. the more we'll be building. Mm. We'll be building hotels, we'll be building hospitals, mm. we'll be building all these sorts of things. Mm. So it was just um, a light moment, a light moment. in okay. the book, yes. Mm. Yeah. Then, um, what we're going to do is we'll just highlight some of the other, other main uh, parts so that uh, listeners can actually buy the book. Um, I noticed you also you talked about financial literacy. 
uh, understanding money, how money works, how money is generated. Um, you talked about, uh, uh, you, the, the question was, should we invest in rentals or treasury bills on bonds? Maybe that one I think we should talk, talk, talk to. Um, what's your advice on this particular subject? Okay, uh, it's very subjective, uh, mm. depending on uh, somebody's risk appetite. Okay. Uh, also depending on what somebody values as property. But um, many times you find you go into rentals, mm. building. Mm. The rent will take you like um, 12 years mm. for you to recover your money. Mm. And then after that you start making profit. Mm. But uh, if you look at the interest rates mm. with treasury bonds, mm. Which Bank of Uganda gives mm. uh, within 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 like um, five six years, mm. Mm. You, are, you, are, you, are, you are recovering your investment. Mm. So this particular type of just trying to compare mm. what one needs to invest in mm. uh, if he really wants to have risk-free investments. Mm. I will still continue saying treasury bonds mm. to me are more risk-free mm. and they they're better. In terms of the returns, mm. yeah. Okay, then um, lesson seven was about deal making. Yes. Then there was also a section where you talked about how you uh, uh, you were able to negotiate for uh, your house in mm. in exchange for a better deal. Mm. And then there's also an illustration you gave of, uh, of an example you gave about how you turned uh, you sold your bicycle uh, to get fish and then you, you sold your, the fish and got more money worth two or three bicycles. Mm -hmm. That was an interesting story. The readers, I think, will enjoy that. Uh, then uh, uh, the precious stone, importance of value, how you see yourself, um, importance of knowledge and wisdom, um, uh, the importance of youth mentorship. Now, in the youth mentorship section, you talked about the self-concept. Tell us a bit more about uh, those stages of youth and what the self-concept is. Okay. Um... One, when we were moving with the business, mm. business was not pushing very well. Mm. Things had become very, very tight. And yet there was this particular business we knew we could now win, mm. this tender. Mm. But we needed money for bid security. We needed money for all these things. Mm. And the only way we could get that money, the only property we had, was our house. Mm. So what could we do? We needed to sell it, mm. so we had to make a risk. Mm. We sold the house to get a big security. Mm. Luckily enough, we actually won these jobs. Mm. Now, in business, you will have to make some calculated risks. Mm. Ours was very, very dramatic one, mm. very, very high level, mm. whereby we had to leave our house and actually move into a rented facility. Mm. And this was actually the only property we had by that time. Mm. We were able to sell it and, and, and move on. Mm. So in business, you have to make that risk. Mm. The bicycle story is about when I was still in my senior six back. Mm. It also has some entrepreneurial uh, side to it. Mm. We had gone into vacation mm. with a friend of mine just immediately after senior six. Mm. So we rode to Rhino Camp. Rhino Camp is a, a place along River Nile mm. in West Nile. So we rode with this guy, and uh, my father gave me his bicycle, brand new bicycle, mm. and we moved to the, this location. Mm. So after one week, it was time for me to come back, mm. and um, 
dawned on me that I was going to come back at all because the boy was not home. Mm. And then it was steep. Mm. It was going to ride from Rhino Camp up to Arua. Mm. Very, very high steep. Mm. So I thought, but now, will I be able to make this? Mm. One option was uh, to sell mm. the bicycle at a good profit mm. and then come and buy a new one when I reached town. Mm. Another option was that one failed mm. because people didn't have money. Mm. The only option actually which came was this guy had fish. Mm. He said, I can give you two boxes of fish and you we exchange. Mm. So when I did the calculation, because my aunt was dealing fish, mm. so I knew some figures, I realized those two boxes could buy for us two, two bicycles. <laughs> so I said, why not? Mm. Before we knew it, we had already exchanged the bicycle and they came with it mm. uh, to, 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 to Arua. Mm. When my father saw, he asked, hey, where's the bicycle? I saw the fish. <laughs> he didn't understand, but I had to explain to him mm. the, the financials. Mm. When I explained, he actually realized this is very true. Mm. And we went, we sold uh, some fish, we bought a new bicycle, mm. and we still had more fish, which mm. they, they were able to eat at mm. home. Mm. But he, he loved it because mm. he thought this was uh, very enterprising. Mm. Mm. Yeah, this was very enterprising. Mm. that we're able to do that. Mm. So, yeah, that was the story about it. Uh, youth awareness, you know, very young people, the youth need to ask themselves, what do they want mm. for themselves? Mm. What do they want? They need to be aware about themselves. Mm. What, do they, what, what do they want to come out of there? Mm. Instead of asking what other people want them to do. Mm. So, one of the things we normally do here in our youth mentorship program Mm. is to sit down with the young people mm. and inspire them to realize that actually they can be able to do quite a lot mm. by themselves. Mm. Instead of crying uh, to the politicians, instead of crying to their parents, mm. when they sit down and realize their potential, mm. young people can be able to do quite a lot. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for, for, for this, for taking time to discuss your book. Um, readers will appreciate uh, most more in, in the book in terms of he discussed mentorship, the millionaire's mind, uh, value of positive thinking, uh, getting rid of negativity, uh, importance of partnerships. So there's a lot more that they are going to get from this book. There's also a chapter on agriculture. Uh, you break down very well different enterprises that you can uh, that, that you can establish and agriculture and how you can make money i also talked about the, he also talked about the importance of partnerships and how to choose the right partner so readers uh, listeners i think you'll appreciate uh, uh, this book uh, tell us a little bit where can uh, they get this book are, are you on uh, amazon or wh where can they get this book locally okay we currently are doing it through our um, website okay www.aitajoel.com mm -hmm. Okay. And when you go there, you make an order. We mm. can be able to deliver it to wherever you are. Okay. We have given an extend. The book is at 50000 mm. but we have given an extended uh, discount, okay. Easter discount, okay. where we're selling at 35000 All right. Uh, we've got quite amazing uh, reviews from uh, the, the readers. Mm. Many of them have started their businesses. Mm. Many of them had wanted to stop their businesses, but after reading, they have been able to 
successfully steered the business clear mm. and they are progressing very well. Mm. So we believe through this book you can be able to learn a lot mm. in starting or building your business. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, the last thing is also where can people connect with you? Are you on LinkedIn? Are you on Twitter? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Twitter and I'm on Facebook. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we can be able to communicate through there. Okay, thank yeah. you very much for your time. Okay, thank you. Mm.